Welcome to this week's edition of Tiger Talk. I'm Will Colmeyer, the Director of Marketing and Community Relations here at Northeast Mississippi Community College. And what a show we've got planned for you this week. And we have to start with what was an historic day when President Ricky Ford made the official announcement that Northeast Mississippi Community College launched the nation's first campus-wide technological experience. And joining me on this first segment is our VP of Instruction, Dr. Michelle Barragona, along with our Apple Distinguished Educator slash NEMCC Technology Specialist, Jeffrey Powell. We'll start with you, Dr. Barragona, and first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, glad to be here. Well, we're glad to have you here, and what a special day it was. I mean, not only for the faculty, of course, the students, but everyone associated with the college. That's right, we are very proud of the announcement that we made. Every student will have an iPad in their hands and that is gonna transform how we teach in our classrooms. No question, and I think, obviously it's a big day for Mississippi as well going forward. When you can incorporate technology like that in the classroom with saving our students and their families hundreds and hundreds of dollars each semester on textbooks, that's a winning combination. Yes, it is. What we're looking at as far as numbers with that, uh, the typical textbook price for a student if they're getting hardback books in their classes is running around $1,100 per semester. With our iPad initiative, those same textbooks are going to go to about $55 per semester for students. Uh, add to that the cost of their iPad, which is around $330. That's the price of a single textbook for most courses. That's wonderful. And the folks, I know I've had a few people ask me, what are the iP where do the iPads go when they're done? The students are done uh, at Northeast, uh, and they get to keep them, right? Right. They get to keep the iPad when they leave Northeast. That's wonderful. Absolutely terrific. Now, we had a terrific turnout, especially with the media itself. We had all the TV stations in the area. We had a handful of newspapers on hand as well for that major news conference. In fact, we took the media and some of our dignitaries that were there uh, that day into one of our A&P2 classes uh, where they saw firsthand how students and faculty were already using the iPads in the classroom, and they got a huge charge out of that. Yes, we've been um, using the iPads in the classroom for a few semesters now, and Carlina Benjamin's AMP2 is a great example of how we're using those iPads in the class. Um, what she was doing in the class that particular day was, clay or was claymation videos, and the students were making models using um, clay and Play-Doh, and then videotaping uh, what they were doing in class. That's amazing just absolutely amazing and and I do remember this and I think you probably remember this sentence as well uh, from our president Ricky Ford he said in the news conference that Northeast Mississippi Community College is ahead of everyone else by more than five years I mean when you're talking about other institutions similar to us uh, how does that make you feel I mean you're part of this equation Michelle and uh, how excited are the faculty that uh, being a part of this special equation as well. Well, I can say that I am proud to be a Northeast Tiger. Uh, I am very proud of our faculty and our staff in this iPad initiative, and I am quite pleased that we are ahead of the curve as far as the rest of the institutions of higher learning and the community colleges with our iPad initiative. And we're not talking just to Mississippi folks, we're talking the country as well. And I liked, what was that, uh, I, I saw a quote of yours, uh, 
don't know if it was on TV or was in some of the newspapers, uh, I thought was quite catchy last week. We at Northeast, we are doing our best to make sure that college is relevant, equitable, and affordable for all of our college students. Well, check, check, check. Mission accomplished. Appreciate uh, your time this morning, Michelle. Uh, let's bring in uh, Jeffrey Powell. Jeffrey, uh, I know this is extra special for you as well because President Ford even mentioned that day during the news conference, this all started about four years ago. He approaches you and says, this is my vision, this is my dream, if you will, and you just simply took off with it. Yes, that's right. Uh, you know, one of the most important values that I've learned as being an Apple Distinguished Educator is the value of yes and. And what that means is taking it, taking it putting your own spin on it, and that's what I did with Coach Ford. When he said uh, he wanted an iPad in every student's hands, I could have went, yeah, but we can't do that. But I took it and just ran with it and did what I could t do. Well, I tell you what, mission accomplished on that as well. And of course, at Northeast, we're all about partnerships that we have uh, in the different divisions. And that includes uh, this particular uh, initiative as well. Uh, you had it the opportunity to really start networking with Apple. Of course, you become a, uh, we talked about an Apple uh, distinguished educator, but talk about the importance of that partnership with Apple throughout this process. Apple's been a really vital part of this process. Yeah, any computer company can sell you computers, but it's that educational support that Apple brings to the playing field that makes it a lot more relevant to choose this company to partner with. Well. Now, this journey that we've talked about that lasted about four years to where we started, to where we were, and where we are now currently, but there have been some bumps, some tough times throughout. I mean, there's been, I mean, there are several years of just training our faculty to get on board and to kind of learn what they need to do to be successful in the classroom using this kind of technology. Yes, you know, one of the things is uh, as we begin to do professional development and we call it our learning academy here at Northeast is we're giving and introducing to instructors new ways of delivering their content so just like what we saw yesterday with Carlina Benjamin with the stop motion this is something that could never be done before in the classroom but now with the iPads this is able to be accomplished yes and saving students thousands of dollars I noticed a couple times when you were being interviewed by the different members of the media, I mean, you just had a smile on your face. Can you believe that we're actually at this point now? I cannot. Uh, you know, this has been a long journey for me and Northeast, and to be at this point is a very proud accomplishment. I mean, first in the nation as a community college to just have iPads in every student's hands, that's a big accomplishment for Northeast. No doubt first in the nation, folks. Jeffrey Powell, Dr. Michelle Barragona, thank you so much. Keep up the wonderful work. Thank you. Thank you. Time now to talk a little round ball with Northeast Tiger head coach Cord Wright. First of all, coach, appreciate your time this morning and welcome to Tiger Talk. Absolutely. Glad to be here, Will. Well, I'll tell you what, last night you wrapped up a very difficult three games in five days stretch. Last Thursday night at home, you took care of number 20 homes. You went on the road Saturday to beat East Mississippi in Scuba. And then last night, just had a hard time holding off uh, Itawamba at the end. Uh, win two out of three, that's good. But uh, I know last night that one stung a little bit. Yeah, it did. It did. I thought, you know, coming into the game, we were ready to play. Uh, had won, you know, won both those games, a, a really good win versus Holmes at home. 
and then uh, go on the road on a Saturday, an odd day for us in our league to play on a Saturday. But went down there and took care of East. Uh, you know, didn't play exceptionally well. I thought the game was kind of muddied up, but we found a way to get a road win. Uh, you know, the last night was just tough. Uh, I thought our guys competed. I thought we did some really, really good things uh, for about 35 minutes. And uh, there was just that stretch of the game where it completely got away from us. And uh, unfortunately, we just couldn't hold it in at any point to, uh, to steal the victory. But, uh, you know, I credit our guys for continuing to play. Just a uh, tough loss. Yeah, it was a tough loss. What an atmosphere, wasn't it? I mean, the, uh, the crowd was just... It's something special, Bonner Arnold. When you get uh, when you get a division uh, foe in town, and it was rocking last night. No, it really, really was. It was exciting. Our guys, were, you know, our guys were jacked up. They knew coming into the game that we expected a pretty good crowd. Uh, kind of with just the rivalry, obviously, with between the two teams, we had been playing pretty, fairly well. So, um, but man, what it was, it was really, really good. Uh, you know, I thank everybody for showing up and and, and for staying with us to the end. You know. Uh, very easily um, could have got away from us and, and, and left, but they stayed to the end. And uh, man, it was it was really really fun to watch. It was, and I tell you what. Uh, afterwards, I thought I I liked what I saw when everybody left. Some of your players came out and started shooting again. And you know, this is one of those teaching moments, possibly Cord, where that's a tough loss and it does sting. But one of those things that uh, could be one of those moments where kind of turn jumpstart the rest of the season and make another strong uh, run toward the postseason. Yeah, you know, it's one of those games where you can't allow, and we say this with wins and losses, you can't allow one game to affect the next two or three. And, uh, you know, that's our job as coaches to be able to get back today and make sure our guys kind of keep their heads up. Uh, you can't get this one back, but you got another one on Thursday, another one following Monday, another one following Thursday. So the one thing that, you know, over my last five years in, uh, in this league, I've learned that it, you're never really quite out of it and you're never really quite – finish it off because this league is tough and, and, and night in and night out, different things are going to happen. So uh, our guys have just got to stay the course. You know, you can't – got to learn from last night's mistakes, got to learn how, how to close out games better. Uh, but in the end, you, you know, you got to move on and get ready for the next opponent, which is Mississippi Delta at their place on Thursday night. Don't get any easier, but that's the next one that will be ready. Well, obviously the last couple of years, this is your fifth year here at Northeast, last two years, absolutely uh, terrific. So many things were accomplished. Uh, what needs to – be accomplished this time. You talked about Delta on the road this Thursday, and then we start the second time through uh, the division play. What needs to happen for these good guys to uh, uh, make that push and make and get ready to make another great run in the postseason like you had the last couple of years? Well, I think you know our team needs to continue to get better. Uh, you know, we've been a work in progress with a bunch of new guys this whole year, so uh, we're still in that process. Uh, it's important that. You know, we get we we got to defend better, uh, especially late in the games, like we we're capable of doing, handle the basketball against pressure, some some X and O things like that, and we can correct those things. I think right now for our team to kind of make this, get through this little tough stretch is I think that our sophomores have got to be leaders, and uh, I got five of them that are well respected, and they just they need to they need to come forward and they need to show some leadership in different ways. Some are vocal guys, and they need to step forward. Uh, some are are need to lead by example, uh, whatever direction that they individually can do it. That's what needs to happen. And uh, if they come along, I think we'll, we'll, we'll be fine. That sounds good. Best of luck Thursday night, and uh, let's go back and get a, a winning streak started again. That's the plan. Thank you. You and your friends are listening to Tiger Talk. Our next segment, we've got a couple of guests. One, our Vice President of Workforce Training and Economic Development, Nadara Cole, and she's being joined by Boonville School District Superintendent Todd English. Todd, of course, and company with the second rated uh, school district in the entire state of Mississippi. But first, we'll start with you, Nadera. 
Welcome to the show, and uh, these are some exciting times, aren't they, Absolutely. for Northeast? Absolutely. Thank you. Partnerships, name of the game for us at Northeast. Uh, we just, in an earlier segment on this week's show, talked about the partnership between Northeast and Apple with the technology uh, initiative that was just announced last week, but also in workforce with career and tech. Partnerships are so important. Absolutely so important. We couldn't exist without our partnerships, and so we're very glad to partner with secondary schools and couldn't have a better school system than the Boonville School System right here in our back door. No question about that. And this is some important this when it comes to the testing and we're going to ask Todd a little bit more about that but uh, just from your perspective talk a little bit about this partnership and how important this testing is. Well for quite a while now we've been trying to become a work ready community and what that means is to become uh, very so that employers uh, will know what that what that means. This is uh, kind of a spinoff from our ACT test but it's called Work Keys, and students will be scored on a bronze, silver, gold, or platinum level. And when an employer takes that, sees that certification from an individual applying for a job, they'll know what their skill levels are. And about 65% of the jobs that are open and available in, in the state and in the nation uh, require that someone has at least a silver. Wow. Todd, let's bring you into the uh, the show. We mentioned that uh, this is the Boonville School District Superintendent Todd English. Uh, first of all, congratulations on being ranked so high again this year, number two in the state. That's pretty impressive. It really is. A lot of people working together for the betterment of the students and our community, and I'd just like to say thank you for all of those that are involved. Well, no doubt about that. You how about your perspective on this this testing that uh, the Northeast uh, folks with the uh, workforce training and economic development uh, assisting in? The more feedback we get as a K-12 institution, the better off we are to better adapt to the future opportunities that our communities and our region have. The testing allows us to see where we are as far as our students that graduate, how ready for a career are they? Uh, our K-12 accountability model puts a, a premium on the college ready piece. However, uh, we're not real sure where our kids are as far as career readiness goes and this test will allow us, will give us good data and good feedback so we can make decisions going forward so our region can compete with other regions throughout the nation. That's wonderful. And, and this testing, by the way, is not only for Boonville, uh, Prentice County students, but also uh, juniors at uh, Baldwin uh, as well. And I think, Todd, you offer a unique perspective uh, when we get one of the superintendents from our district here at Northeast and looking at Northeast's role in this part of the state. Can you expand on that a little bit? We need to make sure that we are turning out kids, we are graduating students for that Northeast can use and make sure that they're where they need to be for Northeast to offer the, the higher level technical training for the students that can go into a career not just a job but a career understand we're not talking about minimum wage jobs here we're talking about higher paying jobs that can lead to a great career for students and we all benefit when students have careers well I know you've had a terrific career uh, especially as superintendent uh, with the Baldwin of uh, the Boonville I'm sorry uh, school district but you're a Prentice County guy yes. I mean you you've yes. seen Northeast through the years uh, talk about that growth that you witness from your end. Northeast is the lifeblood of the five-county area that it serves. And without, with, without Northeast, we, we simply could not compete 
as a region with, like I said, the other regions of the state or, or nationally. Northeast is the lifeblood of not only this community again, but the five county area. And I see it growing. And I think it's, it's set up for exponential growth in the future because of decisions that are made today, such as the test, the work keys testing. Well, and I know you were all about that huge announcement that we had last week, President Ricky Ford talking about that technology initiative where every student this fall will have an iPad. Uh, I know you're all 100% behind that. I'm 100% behind that because this is, this is the world that we're gonna live in from this point forward. And um, like our kindergartners, they have they have touchscreen devices and the reason being is they grow up with touchscreen devices they they grow up with powerful computers in their mother and daddy's pocket and uh, gone are the days of the first day of kindergarten we put a pad and a thick pencil in their hand and say okay the technology goes away well they're going to grow up in a world where technology drives everything else and so we have to be able to to adapt and be ready for that and and I think the Northeast going to all online books and the iPad initiative and all that I think that's great that's the sky's the limit on that and I, I like that Northeast is the pioneer for that and and I think that's a good point with a pioneer I mean no community college in the country has done this before uh, only a few universities so it is neat to be ahead of the scale and you mentioned also with no textbooks. I mean, that's a huge savings, I mean, for the students and their families. It is, it, it, it's, it's a huge savings for the students and the families. And it's also a recruiting pitch for Northeast that you can come here and your textbooks or are on the iPad that you're going to use for other things as well. So it's, it's a win-win for all parties involved. Man. We need you in our marketing department. You're spinning it <laughs> nicely there, Mr. English. Todd, can't thank you enough for your time this All morning. Right, thank you. Hey, uh, Nadera, before you leave, I I've got to get your take. I know we're going to keep a close eye on Jackson uh, this next month or so with the appropriations. Uh, so important when it comes to that funding because so much is expected. This is just another example of what we're expected out of career in tech. Absolutely. We're in a fishbowl, Will, if you will. Uh, the spotlight is on career technical and workforce training. And I personally think that everybody's in the workforce training business, no matter if we're on the academic side of the campus or on the workforce non-credit short-term training. Because the end result is that we're training people to go to work sometime or another they've got to finish college and get that degree or get that certification and competition is very high I've been in this business for almost 26 total years now and I can tell you that we're not just competing with the county next door we're not competing just with Memphis or Tupelo we're complete competing with the world a few years ago we made the great announcement of the Toyota announcement out at Blue Springs and I can tell you many many people went into making that work but if we didn't have the workforce Toyota would not made that investment in northeast Mississippi and locate here. Um, the, we have a, a crisis almost, if you will, because we have a shortage of people who have that middle skill. We have a lot of people with that four-year degree that can't find jobs. Then we have a lot of people who don't have a degree, but they don't necessarily need that. They have to have something beyond high school, and we love this associate degree. We think that's a career pathway and that lifelong learning skills because as we were just talking about, technology is constantly changing, and if we can't keep up, you're, you're not just learning a job and then you never learn anything else. You've got to constantly be upgrading those skills. 
Well, you and your team are doing such a terrific job. Keep up the wonderful work, and I can't thank you enough for your time to be on Tiger Talk this week. Thank you. Time now to bring in my sidekick in the Marketing and Community Relations Department here at Northeast, Kenny Paul Gino. Welcome to the show, partner. Glad to be back after that uh, long weekend we had last week. Just a few or four extra days. How about that with, the, of course, the Martin Luther King holiday and then Mother Nature took over. So, uh, yeah, we're glad that uh, we're back with Tiger Talk this week. And, boy, I tell you what, a lot going on, and especially with our continuing egg classes. Uh, Phyllis Colson and her group, boy, they're, they're rocking and rolling, aren't they? Yes, yeah, so they got a lot going on. Um, first off, for our new Albany campus, we have cake decorating, and that's a pretty interesting thing there. It's on our new Albany campus only, and it's in February, February 1st through this 22nd, but it's Thursdays only. Okay. So that's the cake decorating class. You can find out more about that online. And also our, let's see, the PTK has an event today, the okay. bloodline, from the 23rd to 24th. So today the 23rd to tomorrow to the 24th. So that's good. Uh, a little blood drive action. Very critical time of the year. What else is coming up? Also, ACT, big for you, you know, upcoming, you know, high schoolers, in high school or whatever. The ACT is prep courses now. These are two prep courses, the 27th, January 27th to the Saturday and also February 3rd. So those two days are prep courses. And then the actual national ACT day is February 10th. So you haven't signed up for any of those. You might want to sign up, take those two prep courses, and have the ACT the next Saturday. Well, that's wonderful. That's a nice equation right there. And that's Phyllis Colson uh, when it comes to continuing ed. And, of course, truck driving falls under continuing ed. And we placed a lot of emphasis uh, back before the Christmas holiday and evidently mission accomplished because uh, quite a few folks have signed up. Yes, very, very proud of Mr. Uh, Green and Mr. Anderson. They have done a lot. Of course, I've been on the road with them a few times, so I was interested in them work and, you know, try to help them a little bit. And I'm very happy to say that a lot of people have signed up over these holidays, and a lot of people signed up. We had to put some people on waiting lists. So it's a good thing. It's a really good thing. And also, the first or the next truck driving school class will begin February 26th. So if you haven't signed up, sign up for that. Very, very good money. Of course, we've had Mr. Anderson on here a couple times. If you haven't heard his podcast, you can always get on the website and go back and listen to him talk about it and, you know, his experience truck driving. So that's the big deal. February 26th. So remember that. Yeah, I tell you what, they do a wonderful job. And, and plus, it's very economical as well. I mean, there's a lot of different truck driving schools out there. But you can come here to Northeast, get that uh, very important uh, license at a fraction of the cost of some of the others. So uh, something to keep in mind as well. Yeah, for sure. You can come here. I think it's $3,000 for one class. You know, it's six weeks. You have your uh, license, and also uh, they've got so many, you know, contacts. You know, they might have you a job. So yeah. As soon as you step on, before you even take one course, they might have you a job. So well, that's, that's, that's a good right. thing. A very high percentage when it comes to placement uh, with the truck driving school. Now, of course, hoops, big doubleheader last night. Always great when the rivals come to town, Itawama. That wrapped up a tough three games in five-day stretch. Uh, that almost goes back to your Georgia playing days at the SEC basketball tournament, having to play uh, that often. But uh, that's a tough stretch. But uh, our uh, guys and uh, gals now will hit the road this week. Yes, I saw uh, Coach Rod earlier in the office, and he looked a little tired and asked if he's going to take a nap. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of my SEC days. Three, of course, the snow you know, canceled the one game at East Mississippi. So Saturday they had to go play the Lions in Scuba. So uh, 
a Thursday, Saturday, and a Monday. When guys need some rest, and they get rest, but not for too long. No, they don't. Because Thursday, they play at Mississippi Delta, a 6 o'clock tip for the women, 8 o'clock for the men. And I know that's a little ways down there to Mississippi Delta, so if you can't catch that game live, you can always go on NEMCC TV or dot TV dot com. E, dot com. Okay, there you sorry, go. sorry, I couldn't remember this. Day. I've been setting up emails all day, so I got confused there. No but. problem. That was fun. I mean, I called the games down there. Uh, Carter and Jody couldn't make it, so I was able to uh, call the games the other day. And there's a lot of folks that uh, watch uh, our broadcasts uh, when it comes to Northeast. And, of course, uh, speaking of broadcasts, won't be long before baseball and softball will be broadcast, and those season openers will be here before we know it. Coach Harrelson and Jody Long, we got a um, softball and baseball coming right around the corner. only thing I hope – happens before then is a little bit warmer weather so yeah. I can go watch because I don't know if I'm going to be able to sit out in the cold for those games. I don't know how they do it. But, yes, baseball and softball coming around the corner. Both of them play at home on their openers February 6th, and I think that's basically an all-day thing there. I think softball might play at 1 and baseball plays later. I think so, but, of course, they can always check out our athletic website for the exact details. And, by the way, Richie Harrelson, our baseball coach, of course, uh, will be on this Tiger Talk program next week, and then the following week we'll have the softball head coach Jody Long on the show as well. A lot coming up, partner. Thanks yes, for your time. Yes, sir. Thank you. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. And with that, we will wrap up this week's edition of Tiger Talk. As always, a special shout out to Michael Miller and Jeffrey Powell for all their behind the scenes efforts each week. So for Michelle Barragona, Jeffrey Powell, who is also a guest this week, of course, Nadira Cole, our VP. When it comes to workforce, Todd English, nice seeing Todd, the superintendent uh, here in Boonville. And, of course, for Cord Wright and Kenny Palagino, I'm Will Colmeyer saying so long. We thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next week right here on Tiger Talk.